Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Coming to you live today from the Pella Windows and Doors Studio of Wisconsin. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Home Building Hero. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Today's topic, a wave of evictions is coming. As of July 31st, 2021, the National Federal Eviction Moratorium has been lifted. And now it is on to the states to determine if they're going to continue the program. What's happened here is that if you haven't been following this, Last year, uh, during the main uh, coronavirus outbreak, as you know, businesses were shut down and uh, many, many companies had to lay off people. Obviously, there were um, PPP programs to keep some people employed, but there were a lot of people, uh, especially in the service industry, the entertainment industry, that uh, saw that benefit for a short period of time. And then when it became obvious that Businesses were not going to be able to open as normal for a lot longer. They got laid off. And so the government stepped up and did the eviction moratorium, basically giving people um, originally till June 30th of this year to um, not basically not make their, their rental payments. Uh, however, they have until uh, July 31st uh, after it got extended to make their payments in full. And if they don't, guess what? They get evicted. Now, that doesn't mean that they get kicked out of their housing immediately. Here in Wisconsin, there's going to be a flood of applications for evictions, and that all has to get processed. Now, typically, that's like a 30-day uh, process, but that's going to probably take a lot longer given the um, the backlog that's going to happen with this. So you know, you're going to see a lot of states where uh, you're going to see this flood of eviction notices hit the courts and have to get processed. And, you know, it's it's kind of sad to see it come to that, but at some point you do have to end these programs. And what's really interesting about this is that, you know, the federal government has provided more than $46 billion in emergency rental assistance uh, to people in need. But yet at this point, they've only distributed about $3 billion of that. So kind of interesting that they have this program, but yet it's not really getting, um, you know, getting used uh, and distributed in, in a timely fashion. And so what's happening in a couple cases is you have people that have applied for this program and they haven't received their funds yet. And so now that this moratorium is lifted, you know, you do have the the possibility of some landlords uh, evicting people that maybe are already approved for this program. And so that's something that I think needs to be watched carefully. And obviously, if you are a landlord and you have somebody that's done all the right things, uh, I think you're going to have trouble evicting them and probably a battle you don't necessarily want to fight. But if you are someone that, that has people that are, you know, have not applied for the program, they've hit that date, uh, they're likely to get evicted. And um, in order to be protected, uh, renters, you know, have to provide a signed declaration. There is a website for that to their landlords and, um, you know, basically send the notice that they are 
going to use this program. Now, as far as how this is all set up and everything, um, basically, in the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of talk about this. And the Supreme Court actually ruled that they would not extend this uh, program anymore and that in order for this program to get extended, it would need to be done through another legislative act through Congress. And so what happened is uh, recently as last week, they had uh, kind of a straw poll and some discussions and there was not consensus to continue this program. It did not pass. So you are going to see you know, this really kind of hit and you're going to start seeing people uh, flood uh, flood out uh, for eviction notices and you're going to see people, you know, leaving apartments and things like that. And again, if you are in this situation, renters are now required to pay their missed payments um, and the landlord is also owed late fees for any late payments since the moratorium was enacted. So, you know, this is a, a large sum of money. It's basically like a credit card and now the bill's coming due and you either got to pay it or, you know, you're out. And that's basically kind of where it's at. So it's not like people didn't know this was coming, uh, especially if you're a renter. I think you you knew that this date was going to come and the bill eventually was going to have to get paid. The problem is most of the people that took advantage of this program probably aren't going to pay that bill. And so therefore they need to get evicted. As of last year, when they did put this in place, they estimated that nearly 40 million Americans were going to be at risk of eviction. So that's a pretty large number, and that's got a pretty big impact around the whole country here. And um, it's it, it's the biggest issue really is just making sure that renters you know get this money to them on time so that you know you don't get that situation where you've been approved for the program but you haven't gotten your funds yet and then also now you're also facing an eviction um you know notice and those kind of things um so that's something that's interesting so a lot of the states are you know extending the uh, moratorium and so some of the states at least four of them at, at this point massachusetts nevada new york and oregon have continued the ban on, on evictions. So they're they're going full on and continuing the program state uh, at the state level. And this will give them a little bit of an additional time. Um, but there are, again, you know, people are still going to have to pay back what, what they owe. This is not just, hey, here's a free, uh, you know, you get to live in this place for free for a year. Um, you know, the bill is still coming due. And one of the issues is that nearly 41% of all rental units are actually just owned by small individuals. Uh, they call them mom and pop landlords. And a lot of times they, you know, rely on this building as their main income. So for a year, they have basically been struggling trying to make ends meet. And if they can't, they have to sell their property. And so, you know, there's always a chain of effects after this. So, um, you know, they have to basically collect this bill and get paid. Otherwise, you know, they potentially are going out of business. We're just sort of kicking the can down the road if we don't do that. And, um, you know, it's it's sad, but, you know, it, what, what kind of effect is this going to have on the housing market? That's the question that, you know, I think I ponder. And, you know, I think we'll see a lot of people moving uh, out of, you know, certain price departments to go to a lower price department 
that's um, not really going to affect housing as much because most of these people, if they can't afford to pay their rent, they're certainly not going to be able to afford to buy a home. Even though interest rates are low and things like that, there just isn't really much inventory at those lower price levels to help out anybody that's um, struggling financially. So what we're going to see is a couple things. You're going to see you know, uh, higher demand on the lower priced rental units in the area. And so you'll see some of these people moving out of that mid-tier into a lower tier. And those will probably have extremely high occupancy rates, possibly even waiting lists. Uh, you're going to see some people obviously move into shelters, which is unfortunate. And then you're also going to see uh, some people cohabitate again. So th this might be your 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 20-some-year-olds that are working in service industries may have to move back home with mom and dad and get back on their feet and uh, <clears throat> get back to work, basically. And uh, obviously... Um, that's the other issue is the, the extra $300 unemployment benefit, uh, that's going to be expiring here after Labor Day. And so more and more people are going to need to get back to work. And what's, what's kind of astonishing to me is there's probably a lot of people that are getting that $300 unemployment bonus and they're getting, you know, this rental moratorium. So you get all these things and you wonder like, how, how come you can't afford to pay your rent? Where's this money going? What is it being used for? And that's sort of a systemic problem of, you know, sometimes you give people something that they didn't work for, they didn't earn, and uh, they don't always know how to handle that money and spend it appropriately. And they, they're putting these situations. So, you know, that's something to be careful of as well. But uh, I think you are going to see from a housing standpoint, you are going to see, um, you know, not a lot of effect on housing, but you will see maybe some of these smaller rentals going on the market because, you know, the owners can't afford it. You're going to see, um, you know, a demand on lower price rentals. So if you have, you know, if you're building, uh, you know, rental units and you have some lower price inventory, you're probably going to see that fill up pretty quickly. All right. And as of uh, the end of July here, they're now estimating that about 7 million households are behind on rent. And that's uh, fairly... Uh, current data according to the Census Bureau. But again, there are some states that are providing assistance. So if you are uh, interested in learning more, there are, here are a few states that are continuing some sort of statewide program. Hawaii is running theirs through August 6th. Maryland's is through August 15th. Illinois and New York are running protections through the end of August. And then California is protected all the way through September. And then uh, last but not least, New Jersey is actually protecting their renters all the way until 2022. Um, and then other states are phasing out the ban. So Minnesota is just running theirs through mid-August. Um, so And then they're, they're getting rid of the program here in Wisconsin. It ends right away, uh, actually today, on uh, August 1st. So uh, just kind of keep that in mind. And um, it'll be interesting to kind of watch this. Uh, it is a very... Uh, sad thing when you think about this and there's that many people affected and hopefully um, you know people have been planning they've been working uh, towards this and um, you know if, if they did apply for the assistance hopefully that gets out quickly uh, so that they can stay where they are um, that helps everybody from not only the landlords that own the property that need to pay those bills but it also helps those that were really uh, truly affected uh, by their industry being shut down during COVID. 
So that's it for this episode. Hopefully you found it interesting. We will definitely monitor this situation as it moves forward. Once again, thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Pella Windows and Doors Studio of Wisconsin. I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. And before you leave, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you very soon.